It wasn't as scary as I thought you were going to do. There's the stigma about it. So when I said vegan, right, what was the first thing that kind of popped through your head? Yuck. <laughs> At least you're honest. I'm a bad, you know, I just thought, uh, you know, because you're thinking, I'm not a big vegetable person so much, so you're worried about it. Eh. But it all looks, this all looks really good. It looks fresh. It's normal. This looks like stuff would be on my table. Well, hello there. And welcome to the Exam Room Podcast, brought to you by the Physicians Committee. Hi, I am the weight loss champion, Chuck Carroll. Thank you so very much for giving the show a listen this week, or a view, or a download, wherever it is in the world that you are. We are thankful that you are here. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. This is a very special edition of the Exam Room, because we have a Super Bowl-winning running back won a ring the size of a Cadillac while playing for the team here in Washington, won that ring in 1991. Ricky Irvins, Super Bowl winner, will be here on the show today, as will longtime, very well-known sports writer in the Washington, D.C. area, Rick Snyder. Now, Rick is a heart attack survivor. He is a close friend, and he's also what I would call vegan curious. But neither of these guys, even though Rick is a little bit vegan curious, neither of these guys have ever eaten a fully plant-based meal, let alone a fully plant-based Thanksgiving dinner. And so that's exactly what we are going to be doing on the show today. We will be breaking bread together, gathering around the table for their very first vegan Thanksgiving. We got together at Green Fair Organic Cafe and Restaurant out in beautiful Herndon, Virginia, not very far from Dulles Airport. And we got together around this table and we had an absolute feast. We're talking about green bean casserole, macaroni and cheese. We had a beautiful salad to start things off. We had world-class stuffing, mushroom gravy and for dessert we had these sweet potato pumpkin bars that will knock your socks off we had literally everything but the turkey for this meal so how do you think that went with these macho guys who had never had a vegan meal before in their life that's what we're going to find out today and the real test the real test was that ricky also brought along his wife shawnice with him and shawnice you will grow to like her. She has a very keen eye on health. She's the healthy one in the family. So it's very cool. This dinner was just extraordinary. And Gwen Whitaker, she was there as well. Gwen, of course, is the founder. She's the proprietor of Green Fair. She joined us to walk us through what was on the menu. And of course, she had some wonderful health tips to share as well. So this is a very interesting and a very fun dinner. And if you are a fan of the team here in Washington, you are absolutely going to love this. And if you're just a fan of football, you're going to love this as well. Heck, if you are just a fan of vegan food, this is just going to blow your mind because these are two macho guys that are anything but vegan, dipping their toes in the vegan water for the very first time. And by dipping their toes, I mean they are just jumping in head first. They are going right into the deep end of plant-based eating. And then later on in the show, we're also going to hear from Susan Levin. And we're going to find out the science behind a plant-based Thanksgiving. Check this out. The average American eats 4,500 calories on Thanksgiving. 
So why is it that a plant-based dinner is so much healthier? How does your body react differently when eating such a big meal that doesn't have animal products? We're talking about a night and day difference here. And how is it that that high fiber meal can help prevent those unpleasant, testy little conversations that often happen at Thanksgiving? Because, you know, studies show that vegans generally are in a better mood than meat eaters. So it will be a happy Thanksgiving indeed. And oh, by the way, we're also going to answer that burning question. Are you less likely to get a food coma if you eat a vegan meal? That's what we're going to find out. But first, gather with us around the table with a Super Bowl winner and a legendary sports writer as they enjoy their very first vegan Thanksgiving. On location at Green Fair Organic Cafe in Reston, Virginia, this is a very special Thanksgiving edition of the Exam Room Podcast. I'm so excited to be kind of meshing my two worlds together, my sports world and my health world, and I'm bringing them together with two gentlemen and two wonderful young ladies as well. Uh, the two gentlemen in particular, you may recognize Ricky Irvin, Super Bowl winning running back, and longtime NFL reporter Rick Snyder. He's covered the team for about as long as I've been alive. Neither of these two gentlemen have ever eaten a completely plant-based meal, let alone, let alone one that is on Thanksgiving. So I thought with this being the season for giving, why not bring these two gentlemen in and give them the gift of a plant-based meal. So with that, Ricky, Rick, welcome to the program. Thank you guys for being here. Hey, hey, thanks for having me. I, I love to be here. Great. Thank you so much. And you brought your wife along as well? Yes, indeed. <laughs> I not leave the house without her. I know that's right. Hey, man, I'm married too. I get it. Uh, but you told me, uh, like, when I pitched the idea of doing this, you said, man, I am a picky eater. I'm yes. a picky eater. Look, you, you're going to find out. I mean, this looks really good. Um, but uh, I'm very cautious about stuff I eat, like uh, what's that eggplant or um, uh, spaghetti squash? Ooh, I can't stand that. So I'm looking in here, so I'm like, ah, oh, that looks like spaghetti squash. It's butternut. Okay. It's sweet and it's tasty. All <laughs> so, you need is. Hey, a- I'm gonna have fun. I'm gonna try to do it because like, again, my wife and I, we try to do a vegan thing where we did number uh, veggies the whole time for two weeks. Oh, really? So I got through that. Okay. And I'm hoping, I'm sure I can get through this too. Okay. Now, Rick, have you ever done a vegan thing for two weeks straight? Uh, not for two meals straight. So <laughs> maybe I've eaten a little bit of vegan recently, but this is the first real jumping in to everything. But it all looks really great. It looks marvelous. You know, it wasn't as scary as I thought you were going to do. I know. Well, see, now there's the stigma about it. So when I said vegan, right, what was the first thing that kind of popped through your head? Yuck. Huh? <laughs> At least you're honest. I'm a bad, you know, I just thought, uh, you know, because you're thinking, I'm not a big vegetable person so much, so you're worried about, eh. But it all, this all looks really good. It looks fresh. It looks yeah. normal to regular food that I'm used yeah, to eating. I, mean, yeah. I don't know if you want to call it what regular food, but, you know, I, this looks like stuff would be on my table. Because I've done vegan, I mean, I didn't really trip. I would just wonder if you're going to have something really crazy. 
at the table. Like, like, crazy like, like what, man? Listen, there's something like, okay, what is he going to have there? That's what I was thinking. I thought, this is going to be weird These stuff, man. I'm going to so have to good. take me. Yeah, I'm just going to have to My wife eats up. anything. She, 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 she's my uh, experiment. She uh-huh. experiment on anything. You know, right. If she likes it, then I'll try it. I got, well, I think that's, that that's the same with pretty much every marriage, Ricky. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, but, yeah, so this is this is really great. Uh, Gwen, you you were the owner, the proprietor. What do we have in front of us today? And, it, yeah, kind of lean over a little bit. We're a little microphone short here. Sure, sure. So we're um, everything is organic to start out with, which is really cool. We actually get all the vegetables and produce um, delivered to the restaurant, which is unusual in the restaurant business these days. Most places get packaged food that was made somewhere else and frozen, and then they perk it up with oil and salt. So tonight we're starting out with our, this is our uh, green fair salad. It's got an orange walnut Dijon dressing, so it's a nut-based dressing, and uh, pea sprouts, which are very high, one of the highest nutritional density thing you can um, have, watermelon radishes, which are the red radishes, yellow beets, there's some beans in there, I think a few potatoes, small pieces of potato, we've got our... um, butternut squash that's baked and it's got a wild rice stuffing and we have um, uh, stuffing mashed potatoes uh, green beans casserole and a a mac and a cashew based cheese sauce and a little bit of cranberry sauce see so these are all things that you would really have on your own table pretty much it's going to be a surprise Ah, so we are one of the Absolutely. Of course. Yeah. What's yeah. Thanksgiving? Yeah, the desserts are pretty awesome. Can I ask a question? Yep, ab- absolutely. What's the difference between organic and natural? I mean, because I, I about hear... four hundred chemicals. Oh, is that right? Mm-hmm. So, so even though they say natural, it's... so natural is not regulated. Okay. When you see USDA logo, that mm-hmm. means that there's four hundred chemicals that, by law, are not allowed to go into the food, mm-hmm. and a lot of them are carcinogenic, and a lot of them promote other diseases that people have. Wow. So the more that you learn about food, the more you invest uh, in organic. Yeah. My wife and I went to Italy last year, year and a half ago, and their food is like... Tastes better? It's from the ground. They pick yeah. it right in, you know. Yeah. Why, is, why are they doing that and we can't do that? Or why we're we not doing that? So for a long time, Americans have demanded cheap food. Yeah. And the... It's all a value chain, right? Mm-hmm. If you don't pay as much for something, it's not going to taste as good. And it's how it's grown. It's the integrity of the soil. It's things that are in a soil-rich yeah, environment, like Italy, where so they're not, good. you know, monocropping <laughs> yeah. and destroying all mm-hmm. the nutrients in the soil. Yeah. You know, we're starting to grow a lot of... There was a front-page article in the Post today about warehousing food, you know, growing food in warehouses, wow. right? And if you think about... right there. Well, if, if you have kids growing up, you would want your kids growing up in a warehouse. You would want them out playing in the sun. In the, in the <laughs> right? and, and so we're growing food, so it's going to be nutritionally deprived. And that's something? It, yeah. It's like, you know, we watch all these shows on Netflix, too. Like, I watch What the Hell. Okay. I haven't drank milk since. Okay. And that was, what, 2014? Yeah. And, you know, it's like, and I'm trying to get used to this almond milk. <laughs> it was rough. No, it's really probably the closest without yeah. the hormones. So you're not getting any yeah. of the homework. Well, the almond milk is doing fine. The okay. original unsweetened is the best. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, it's because it's hard. So we have this whole spread in front of us. Plenty of conversation still to be had, but you know, I'm hungry. You know, it's, it's dinner time, man. Let's get down. Yeah, by all means. You know, I live in Maryland and Southern Maryland. So there's a lot of farms, or used to be a lot of farms. I can't tell you how many people I've known die of cancer in Maryland. And I said, it's got to be something in the bay. It's got to be in the water because the water goes everywhere. And all those chemicals come down from Pennsylvania, Delaware farms, down into the bay. And it's just, it's scary of what happens. So many people pass away from that. You've probably heard about people that are gluten intolerant. And it's not intolerant of the gluten. It's intolerant of the Roundup that gets sprayed on food. So I have three young grandchildren. Got a fourth coming soon. And, you know, and they, and they, you know, drink milk a lot, which now just scares me to death. Okay. What, what do we tell? What do I tell their parents? I mean, it's a, it's a switch. Switch, you know, switch to oat milk. I haven't watched What the Hell. I mean, <laughs> I mean they're my daughter. It's like that on Netflix. I'm telling you, it'll change your mind. I mean, their daughters, I mean, their moms are my daughters. But... And I found as grandparents, you can have limited roles, but you ain't the you ain't like the parent anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, you get some of the fun, but you don't get any of the say <laughs> in things. But but after hearing all this, I want to tell all my daughters, listen, maybe you gotta you gotta change something here. The whole idea here is to just kind of like show the hardcore carnivore that you're not really going to go without with the plant-based meal. You can completely eat healthy and feel satisfied. Matter of fact, I would say. By and large, with a plant-based meal, you're going to wind up feeling more full because of all the fiber that comes with it. And you know, and you know what's weird? What made me, what convinced me that I need to eat more green, mm-hmm. if not just all green, is when I saw the, the gorillas, the apes, the silverbacks. Yeah. You see how big they are? Huge. All they eat is green. Mm-hmm. They don't eat no meat. So how is that possible that they eat number of greens and they big and strongest? All they are. So when we eat meat, all we're doing is getting protein from the middleman. You can cut the middleman out and get the protein the same way that they do. Why are we eating meat? Don't really need to. That's my question, though. I mean, when I look at these gorillas, these apes, they're strong and thick as heck. Mm -hmm. And all they do is sit all day just eating trees, (laughs) (laughs) eating greens, eating natural stuff, and they're just strong. Mm -hmm. And why are we eating this beef, this pork, this chicken? A lot of it was a sign of wealth, right? If you think yeah. about the kings and the king's table, you go to the Burger King and the Dairy Queen and mm-hmm. the Royal Buffet, it's always meat. And so the king always had problems with weight and always had gout and always had the illnesses, and mm-hmm. the peasants were always slim and strong. I noticed you don't have any fruit. Is that just because it's for dessert? For dessert. Is there any? Is there any fruit that we shouldn't be eating? All food is good. Okay, I didn't know. There's something out there that if there was one wrong, I'd be eating it. Probably the only thing, the only fruit is avocado that you have to be really sparingly with. Say that one more time. Avocado. One more time. Avocado. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be high. It's high high in fat. So if you think of one avocado, it's five servings. Is that the new millennial thing? It's a condiment. Like avocado toast, right? So they're doing it wrong. Right. Well, it, t- it tastes good, and so that's yeah. that's fine. But you know, that's probably not. That's a, maybe a treat instead of something you would do all the time. Hmm. Did you hear that? So half avocado is too much. <laughs> what do you have in these um, macaroni and cheese? Those get soaked in 
at cashews, mm-hmm. get soaked in water, mm-hmm. and then blended for a, a creamy cheese sauce. Okay. And that's what's on here. What is the yellow part of this? Um, nutritional yeast. Yeah, because it almost looks a little like mustard, but I know it's not, but it looks, yeah. you know. Probably nutritional yeast and turmeric. A few years ago, I, I started drinking tart cherry juice because I was in an accident and I hurt my knees bad, sprained them and all. And these marathoners, and my knees were just aching and the shots weren't helping any. And the marathoners told me if we drink tart cherry juice before and after race helps recovery. And where medicine couldn't help me, three days after starting tart cherry juice, a glass a day, the pain went away. And I walk, you know, I walk five to ten miles a day. And, it, and that doesn't help everybody because I've been like Johnny Appleseed about this with people. But it has helped a lot of people with the inflammation down because of arthritis. Is that a vegan thing at all? Yeah. So yeah. this is an anti-inflammation dinner. Yeah. So it's plants. It's all going to be alkaline instead of amino acids with meat. It's going to be inflammatory. Mm-hmm. So if you were to go do a long walk or a workout tomorrow, you would not have any recovery time. I can go do a yeah. boot camp now, and I used to be achy like for one or two days after, and now I can go for an hour and very intense workout, and I don't even feel it. Wow, that's really interesting. So we can work out better More energy. And, Longer, yeah, and do it. and quicker recovery. That's always a great thing. Ricky, you still work with athletes now, don't you? Did you um, have you seen the um, Game Changers, that documentary? Uh-uh. You should That's look that one up. Netflix. It's on Netflix. Yeah. You absolutely that is one hundred percent for athletes. Gwen was actually one of the uh, EPs on that. Okay. Um, it is mind blowing. Donna was talking about you know Donna. Yeah. Oh yeah. Donna yeah. Martin. Yeah. She so was telling me that this, this past weekend. It's, it's um. So I changed everything now. Yeah. Yeah. I eat a lot of chicken, and I swear in the last few years, chicken something's changed. It's chewy. You know, and you see the veins of fat in there. I guess when they make them scissors. I don't like chicken as much anymore. It just it doesn't taste right. Yeah. And I say it must be the chemicals and all Where the you stuff get they do. Like Frank Purdue or something. You get it from uh, Giant or Safeway. I make chicken wings all the time, <clears throat> and I roast them, and I get them from Whole Foods. They always got their soap, yet you know, airtight, and they got you know vegetable fed and all this good stuff that you want to see. And I'm trusting that that's good. It's natural, Uh-oh. organic. It says organic. There's a, there's a special on Frontline that's about an hour long, and it's just about chicken, producing, production of chicken. Again, I've seen You what watch the hell. one of those, and you'll never eat chicken Look, again. I've seen what the hell, and I've seen what's going on in North Carolina. Did you see what the hell? Mm-hmm. And so I, I understand it. But <clears throat> it's the, not only the people around the area, it's uh-huh. the people that are working in the factories. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Uh, you're supporting like, yeah. the whole industry. That usually, if you take a look at it, it's something you don't want to be supporting. Yeah. You're not take crabs away from me, are you? <laughs> I grew up I'm a Marylander. We have I grew old up at, the beach, at Virginia Beach, so I used to go out and crab, and seafood was the last thing for me that I stopped eating after reading a book. It was a book called The Ethics of Food Choices, mm-hmm. and I remember opening to the chapter on seafood. And if you look at um, how many people have depression and anxiety issues today, you know, it's what's... And if you read about how um, seafood is basically farmed, you know, with the nets that are like six foot long and they get drug over miles long and then every couple of days they, they reel these in. And it's, 
they're scooping out ninety percent of what they catch is is trash. They throw it away. So only ten percent. So all the sea turtles and the dolphins that go into that. Well, it's still a marinder. We go there yeah. all the time. So. Sure. Yeah, it's really changing how, yeah. how you look at things. You know, I, when I do talks, you know, I start out with a, a picture that I, it's a, a picture of me as a brownie in 1964 in a little brownie uniform, and it's at the bottom of an ashtray that I made for my mother mm-hmm. as a brownie gift. Mm-hmm. And if, you, if your daughter brought home an ashtray yeah. today, you'd be wondering yeah. what's going on. But then it was <laughs> the norm, right? That's what everybody yeah. did. Well, I'm out of seafood too, Chuck. Now, let's just start a hurdle. Oh, you'll be all right. But but here's the thing. So with a when you adopt a fully plant based diet, you learn how to kind of replicate those flavors. So I can make you like crab dishes out of hearts of palm, which I'm sure sounds really weird because the old me would have been like hearts of palm crab. Like what what are you talking about? But you really can't taste a difference. It's amazing, and you can use your old bay on that, and you won't be without. Yeah. Hey, even if you, I bet, I bet if you roast any vegetable, you're going to love it. So Chuck and I were talking about food deserts, which are often about places that don't have supermarkets. But I guess you could say there are vegan deserts because lot, you know, there aren't a lot of great restaurants like this around. What do you think that's about? Just further I education? I think it's just a matter of time. I went out to... Um, Maybe two months ago to the Culinary Institute of America, mm-hmm. and they were, it was the Global Plant Forward Conference for all chefs, recognizing that plant-based is a thing, and if you're a restaurant that wants to stay in business, you need to start adding things mm-hmm. to your uh, menu. Now, what are the odds the night before a game you would have ever seen a spread like this with the team? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have burgers. <laughs> That's back in the day. Man, let me explain to you when we first when we first got into the league with the skins. See now the skins they got a chef. You know what we had for lunch? Take a wild guess. Can you take a wild guess? I can because I got to eat the leftovers. Burger King, McDonald's, McDonald's. McDonald's. Mm. We would have I don't know thousands. I mean hundreds of uh, uh, whoppers and Big Macs and fries and apple pies. So we one o'clock come. You growing up? You taking some home? So that was Wednesday. And Thursday, Friday, we would have, oh, was this restaurant in Alexandria? Or is it Arlington? Is it Alexandria? Uh, Alpine? Um, oh, yeah. He was bringing that rice. Yeah, Italian. Oh, he makes his rice with some shrimp in it. And he'd make it for folks. It's the greatest. So we would have that as well. Mm. But the, the McDonald's on Wednesday and Thursday, we'll be eating that. Yeah, because what you didn't know is, when you guys were done, they would bring the press down to eat. Oh. And But the thing is, Jacoby and Bostic and all that May, they would smash all the stuff, you know, so we wouldn't eat it. So you'd go, hey, man, I got half a fish sandwich. It's only half smashed. Yeah, you'd look for ones that are like half smashed. and go, yeah, I got a burger. You know, that's what we ate. We ate that. And so I got to the point where I wouldn't eat that no more. After the, I would think after the first year, I would go over to Touchdown, this place called Touchdown Club, and get you know, whatever they had here, or Oxdeli. Man, and now they got three meals a day, and mm-hmm. chef making them gorgeous. Meals. Much healthier options, for sure. I've seen that kitchen. It's nice. Yeah. <laughs> you don't see the players bringing it in anymore. Like, it used to be, you got to bring in the donuts and all this kind of stuff. The rookies would. And everybody would eat that stuff. But you don't see that as much. And then you don't see the pizza delivery guy. <laughs> when I played with the Niners, the rookies had to bring 
the vets whatever they wanted. So in that position. So for running backs, we had a couple rookies in '95. And when we travel, you know, they got to bring us whatever we, we tell them to bring. Mm-hmm. They go get it. It's mm-hmm. like we hazing them. I will always get Popeyes. I get five wings, five biscuits. <laughs> what? I couldn't wait to get that too. I'm still on the plane just killing it. <laughs> you know, have some leftovers after the game. It was the greatest, man, knowing that that was really bad. You learn. You learn. You learn. Yeah. yeah. There you go. You eat and you learn. I have a rule. Do I hear the angels sing when I bite into this? <laughs> if I've got eight hours to eat, it better be off when I'm good. And I don't think it's any chicken sandwich is going to do that. You just don't want the angels to be too close when they're singing. Yeah. <laughs> I just think, is it that good to do it wait hours in line for a chicken sandwich? It's a chicken sandwich. Yeah, yeah. And I live close to a store, too, so I can easily just... <laughs> eat healthy, man. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, there are times where I, I can go... I'm consistent. Fault. I don't but cook as much as I used to. I love sweets. So. Okay. So you're, you're, are you saving for dessert or are you going to take a courtesy bite of everything? <laughs> I, 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 ate just about, I ate all the macaroni. I tried the green beans. You're I, just not there yet. I haven't had squash in forever. Okay, for me to get that? like that, I'm like, okay. You see that, Chinese? Yes, yeah, so yeah. don't complain yeah, when yeah. I make it. No, no, you we need to get it. Listen to her. <laughs> when I make it, you need to eat it. Uh, no, I'm cool. I'm just waiting for dessert now. Because, like I said, I'm a sweet eater. Salad. I love the salad. The uh, the mashed potatoes. Okay. Uh, you know, but the gravy was good. Though. Mm-hmm. So here's the thing. You know, we were talking earlier about this being an anti-inflammatory meal. Mm-hmm. I always tell this story. I don't think I've I've shared it with you. A couple years ago, when uh, you remember DJ Swearinger when he was still here, yeah. defensive back. Yeah. yeah. So he was. About 95% plant-based. You would eat fish every now and again. So technically it's a pescatarian, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, toward the end of the season, you go out there, guys are really banged up. They're just kind of shuffling around, looking like the walking mm-hmm. dead. Mm-hmm. Swearinger is fresh as a daisy, mm-hmm. just like hopping down the steps, mm-hmm. like to come do this interview. Yeah. Took me over to a smoothie station where they have like all sorts of things lined yeah. up for him, like mangoes and chia seeds and kale yeah. and like mm-hmm. just healthy, man. So he's not eating that inflammatory food. And he's mm-hmm. doing just fine. Yeah. Like, but that's what um, Tom Brady eats. Um, what does he eat? He, he has that... Um, he's plant-based. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And you, when you look at Gronk, I did a commercial with Gronk back in September. Did you? And, uh, man, this dude... Man. <laughs> Slim. Lost 30 pounds. Yeah. And looked so good. You see that on... T- did he go plant-based now, too? Yeah. He, he was doing the Tom Brady thing. Yeah. Yeah. The TB12 yeah, diet. Yeah. 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 So I it 30 pounds, just like that. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, yeah. these are elite athletes. Yeah. I mean, Brady is, what, 44 now? Man, he, I don't know, he's about 43. 43. I, th- I think he turned 45. Yeah. yeah, I mean, so still to be able to perform at that level. I mean, yeah, he's no lost doubt. a little yeah. bit, but. I mean, I mean but that's going to happen. I will take him over any other quarterback in the league to this day. But but Brady's showing. I mean, an athlete at 45, I mean, I think Sonny was 40 when he finished, Uh you know, in the old school. And I think uh, Moon was, what, 40, 41? Yeah, I mean, there's there's a few freaks, but most guys are done. Well, a lot of guys are done by 30. But 35 is now becoming a See, I think Brady is is feeling it, though. That's why he's, Mm -hmm. he's, you know, this this season season takes a toll on your body. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, from training camp to getting prepared for the week and doing that continually, yeah. it's it, and the food, it beats the your body up. Yeah. yeah, I mean, just 
Sundays, you wake up on Monday, and it's like, ah, get out the bed. <laughs> you know, for that many years. I did it for five years. He's doing it for like another 15. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, your mind. that's why Grunt, and I knew Grunt was not going to play this year. That's how he ended the season last year. Man, he had like, he was a bionic man. He had everything on. I was like, dude. And just the way he ran was like, man, I feel sorry for you. I feel your pain when you run, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I thought about you guys when I, I was in a bad fall in September and I bruised two ribs in my sternum. Mm-hmm. And I thought about running backs and I thought, man, they must have used a needle. I mean, there's no way on now, Monday morning you, you can get up. Yeah, it, you know, it's it's a process. I mean, I've been a running back all my life. And, um, you know, that next day, you, you just learn, you, you learn to get through it. Uh, you get up and that, just like with everything, as the day goes on, your body get better. And we always went in when I played with Gibbs. We won on Sunday. We didn't have practice on Monday or Tuesday. But you're going on Monday to do a treatment. If you even if you didn't hurt nothing, you go in there anyway, just to like you know. What is the treatment? Uh, treatment could be stem, uh, ice, ice bath, Massage, uh, all of that. Factors. You know, back then, we didn't, we had Mary Sue. Mary Sue was back there doing uh, uh, massage and everything. But, yeah, you go in there and try to get all that lactic acid out. And then you go in the field and do maybe some running a little bit. You know, that's the day after the game. Tuesday, you completely off, um, other than playing golf, uh, which I didn't, <laughs> <laughs> which I should have. <laughs> My game is so much better. But, yeah, man, it was just, it was different back then because now, you know, the guys don't have, you know, because of CBA, mm-hmm. they don't wear pads, they don't hit. Um, a lot of things are different with this generation. I will say, beyond a shadow of a doubt, you would wake up far less sore. You know, one of the doctors that I work with was also featured in the film. He just turned, how old is, is Jim now? Is it 50, 50, almost 60? I'm 62. 60? All right. Dr. Loomis is 60 years old. All right. He just completed an Ironman triathlon, right? 60. So my man's like running for days, he's biking for days, and he's swimming for lifetimes, right? He, the day after this major race, he's coming down in the hotel lobby. He's a, he's a little bit sore, but there are guys that are a third of his age who can't even walk. After a marathon, you can't walk. And he did three, he did the marathon, he did the swimming, and the biking. Yep. All in one. That's and he, and he's just like yeah. walking down the, it's yeah. the anti-inflammatory yeah. properties. It's ridiculous. Like, you, you work with younger athletes sometimes, yeah. right? So, have any of them come up to you and asked about nutrition and plant-based and... No, no, wait, no I just feel like this, you know, we talk about nutrition sometimes, but... Because I'm not strictly plant-based. Right. You know, I don't bring it up, but I know it's good for you. Yeah. yeah but, you know, because these kids, even... My little guy, Ricky, if Ricky, if this was prevalent back then when Ricky was growing up, Ricky would have done something like that. Because he would, if I say, Rick, you need to go plant-based, whatever I tell him, it's done. Right, right. Yeah. A lot of these other kids, I, you know, I tell them, <laughs> when I told the sprinters the other day about how they should eat, I said, stay away from the fried foods and you're in track season, you know, drink a lot of water, you know, eat your proteins, you know, uh, eat your complex carbs, uh, your oatmeal, but stay away from fried foods, basically. And those kids like, uh, <laughs> you know. They're not ready to hear it. Like, uh, I said, well, it's on, it's, depending on you, if you want to be good, 
then you stay away. If you don't, then you eat. Is that simple? Well, you tell them Carl Lewis is vegan. So you tell them that. I mean, if they're sprinters. I wonder how many sprinters are vegan. Because I know there's a, there's a few. Most of the marathon runners are vegan. Yeah. Yeah, I, I know they are. Been. We can just look yeah. at their body and tell. Yeah. Yeah. But even like the bodybuilders now, the. the um, See, I went to plants at that great, that, uh, that silverback eats. No, uh-huh. I'm serious. Like, why is he so big? Right? And then all he's eating is trees. Right? That's just a it. So you bring up protein. Like, would would a lack of protein be a concern for you? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. In a in a plant based meal. Oh, no, but I know, but I know where you get your protein from. The plants. I know. I'm not worried about. That. All right, my Which man. All right. Have protein though. Which plants are more protein based? So even things like um, mushrooms, portobello mushrooms, are 60 percent protein. Okay. Lentils and broccoli Broccoli. have about the same amount of protein. Mm -hmm. So very high in protein. Okay. So you get the right amounts of protein that you need from a plant-based diet. I've got some lentil recipes. Yeah. Lentil stuff is good. It's a versatile thing. You can make a burger out of lentils. It's just out of this world. It's good stuff, man. How was was it? I thought it was great. I liked everything. Mm -hmm. What was your favorite? Um, The yam. Yeah, butter and squash. Butter and squash. Yeah. I, I thought that tasted just like sweet potato. Yeah. Um, and mashed potatoes were pretty close to what I'm used to. I thought I liked the radishes that you had. And the, Watermelon radishes. Yeah, those yeah. are really good. They're sweet. Yeah. You know, they're actually um, marinated, so they're um, going to be like vinegary, a little bit vinegary. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know if that was like the natural flavor, the, the vinegar. Yeah, taste. it's just going to add a little bit of interest to it. Yeah, that was all. Uh, it was a 10. I was expecting wow. a 1, you know. <laughs> oh, walking in, wow. walking in right. that I'd, I'd suck it up and eat whatever, you know. But, Salute you know, to that. I was mad when Chuck told me we were doing video. I thought, oh, no, let's see my face. Oh, come on now. <laughs> and I'm gonna go, the thing I like about this diet as well is like me having been 420 pounds at one point in my life like this is what I, I know when i first I, i'll show i'll show you a picture i'll show you a picture what? uh but like for the first time in my life after i went plant-based like i knew i was no longer in danger of having yo-yo diets mm-hmm. you know because like this is so nutrient dense and so much lower in calories than anything else it's like it's you really have to work to put on weight if you stick with the healthier whole food plant-based diet you're in good shape and you will never ever ever have to worry yeah now, how much did you say 420 and i'm five 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 six did on a good day that to 420 man my old medical charts are like this thick man I was on high blood pressure medication in high school. Yeah. Didn't, didn't Taco Bell make you leave because you were eating so, too much? Dude, <laughs> it, it, no, that, this is this is an honest to God true story. I, I pulled up to the drive-thru and I went there every day. I was a Taco Bell addict. And I would pay $20, like I'm not joking, like I turned into an absolute jerk if I didn't get my Taco Bell, man. Put my fist through a wall one time when I was on a diet because yeah. I wasn't getting my Taco Bell, right? <laughs> I know, laugh, right? It's it's it sounds funny, man, but it's true. But anyway, like I went there so frequently. The one time I went to the drive-through, and they they knew my car, they knew my order. Usually, it's like, oh, hey, Chuck, how you doing? Pull up twenty dollars, blah blah blah. Here's your food. Well, this particular time, I roll up, and it's like I was expecting, hey, Chuck. Instead, it was you eat too much. <laughs> the woman taking my order didn't even take my order; just said you but eat too much. But they knew you though. They did. Yeah, well, they did. So she she was trying to help. 
she, she, I don't know what she was trying to do other than upset me. Like, so, that did nothing. Because you know what I did from there? I went to another damn Taco Bell. Right. Right. <laughs> Let me ask, So this was in high school you were doing that? Uh, well, this was high school through my mid-20s, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, when when did you start gaining weight? How big were you? Like, when, were you always big? Oh, yeah, man. I was in triple digits by the time I was in second grade. For real? Yeah. Yeah. Man, I got to see pictures like that. You got to Man, that ain't you. That's me. Good for you. That's me. You need to go on Ellen. That's why I do this show, man. That's good. I'll tell you. I'll tell you a little bit more about this diet, why I like it so much, too. It's like heart disease runs in my family. Cancer runs in my family. Alzheimer's runs in my family. And the plant-based diet lowers your risk of all of that. You know, I was in... Um, and diabetes. And, and I was in Arizona over this past weekend, and I interviewed a gentleman by the name of Mark Ramirez, a former University of Michigan football player who was there in the early 90s. And he was able to fully reverse his diabetes after going plant-based. He was diabetic for a full decade, switched to a diet. Type 1? And within type 2. Within, I think he said, uh, like three months, he was off of all of his medications. Ricky, I'm curious here as, as we bring this plant-based Thanksgiving to a close. What did you learn about vegan dinners tonight? That everything is edible. That everything is edible. Yeah. No matter what it is, uh, and you can spice it up and make it taste good. How would you rate this? I would rate this a 10, even though I didn't eat a lot of stuff, but it, it, it tastes, my, my taste buds are different. Right. You know, like I said, I'm a very picky eater, but... The way it looks, uh, the salad was great, you know, the mashed potato gravy. God, it's the way to go, man. I mean, it's, it's a new era. Rick Snyder? If, if I came to Thanksgiving and all this was on the table, the only thing I'd say is where's the turkey? But otherwise, it looks like everything else would be on the table. Yeah. You can't tell anything. And it tasted just pretty close to it. I mean, it was an excellent thing. I would give it a, a 10, and I came in expecting the 2 or something, but <laughs> thinking I'd just have to suck up and go through it. But it was all delicious. Would you eat this again? Oh, yeah. Oh, I was yeah, sitting here yeah. thinking, wondering how I can do this. Come on by. That's the that's time to stop by and start eating yeah. vegan. That's it. And that one day would turn to two days. And that two days would turn to three. That's it. You never know. Yeah, yeah. You start small. Then I'll have a picture with Chuck, and we'll, we'll start the end of the Dude, can you imagine all the extra denim we would have? Like, <laughs> yeah, but you know, I definitely would have to think about this hard. That was a lot of fun. I honestly didn't know what to expect when I invited those guys out there. I kind of just kept my fingers crossed and I hope for the best. But what I came to find was we could have two brand new plant-based eaters on our hands. Very cool stuff, right? So here is your chance to eat like the pros. Eat like Ricky, eat like Rick. And you don't have to cook this Thanksgiving. All you need to do is head out to Green Fair in Herndon, and they will be serving up the same dinner that we just ate and a whole lot more on Thanksgiving Day. Here's the menu. You get a full salad bar. 
you get the orange apple cranberry sauce, which we ate. We just didn't talk about on the show. We had mashed potatoes with the mushroom gravy that Ricky thought was just fantastic. He was eating it like it was his own dish. Uh, there's pearl onions, the traditional stuffing, of course. Then they've got the whole wheat dinner rolls, green bean casserole, the mac and cheese, the apple wild mushroom wild rice stuffed squash out of this world good and scalloped pumpkin with cauliflower sauce. And we haven't even gotten to dessert yet. So then you get the pumpkin sweet potato bars, you get the apple crisp, you get the chocolate nut pie, you get pumpkin pie. And if you just want to keep it simple, they're going to have plenty of fresh fruit as well. All of that, it is a feast fit for a king and no cooking, no cleaning. All you need to do is head over to greenfair.com and then click on events and you can sign right up, make your reservations for that beautiful Thanksgiving feast out at Green Fair and tell Gwen and the staff there that we said hello. Time now for the science behind Thanksgiving. And to do this, we are going to be dipping back into the archives and revisit a chat that I had with dietitian extraordinaire Susan Levin. And this is from the very first show that we ever did two years ago. Can you believe it? And we're going to answer these questions. Can you get a food coma if you eat a vegan Thanksgiving? Are you going to be saving calories for real? And are your brothers and sisters and that aunt or uncle less likely to be crabby without turkey? <laughs> Let's find out. Very excited. We're going to switch gears a little bit. This is Thanksgiving after all, and is this is the most dangerous time of year for Americans. This is when we let our diets go. We start packing on the pounds until the new year when everybody goes back on a diet and the cycle continues. So let's see if we can clean things up and uh, make sure that things aren't so difficult for you come the new year. So helping us here on the exam room is Susan Levin, a registered dietitian here with the Physicians Committee. Welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. Oh, Oh, it's a complete pleasure of mine. So I wanted to bring you on and I wanted to ask you a very important question, one that I've been wondering since I went plant-based, and that is what happens to your body when you eat a plant-based Thanksgiving dinner versus the traditional one with the sausage gravy, the turkey, the whole trimmings, exactly what you've been brought up with your entire life. What is the difference kind of metabolically speaking, Susan? Well, I bet you could probably guess a little bit. But I'm going <laughs> to start with what happens um, when you eat poorly any time of year. Uh, first of all, every meal actually makes a difference. When you eat a meal that is really high in fat, as any meal that has meat or dairy products is going to be, um, you are immediately taxing your body's whole vascular system. Your, your triglycerides start to go up, your cholesterol is starting to rise, um, your blood is getting thicker, and that's immediate, and it, and it builds on itself hour after hour after hour. It just gets worse and worse and worse. Um, and you can imagine what kind of diseases that's associated with, because it's exactly the kind of diseases from which we all suffer in this country, heart sure. disease, diabetes, cancer. Um, Secondly, when you eat really well, you eat very low in fat, you eat 
the, the plant foods that have just enough fat that you need to be healthy and are very high in fiber and very high in all the other wonderful nutrients, antioxidants, phytochemicals, all those multiple syllable words you've heard of and are good for you, then you're fighting off all those diseases. You're doing the exact opposite. And if I can, I would like to bring into the fact the you know, bring travel sure. into this Absolutely. into this discussion about what happens because there are a few things that are associated with travel that can be um, negative, can impact your body negative, and that, that negatively, and that's you know, your immune system, hydration, blood flow, and mood. And when you eat a high-fat diet, it is going to put more stress on your body. Um, it's going to make your, your, your blood thicker. All that fat in your body is not going to let your white blood cells do their job, which is to fight fight off those colds that you might get during this time of time of year. And we all know that stress and travel, or maybe it's stress and family. I don't know. I'm not judging. Well, I was ju- I was just going to ask, like, could, could a healthier diet then prevent the Thanksgiving squabbles? <laughs> yes, yes, because the more fiber you have in your diet, the more you're flushing out toxins, which will help support your immunity, um, keeping hydrated, uh, so eating things like fruits and soups and, and, of course, just drinking water will also flush out a lot of those toxins and keep you um, healthy and help prevent you from, you know, your defenses from getting low and you catch a cold or, sure. or just don't feel so well. Um, blood flow, if your blood isn't flowing properly, of course, that's going to um, put you at higher risk for things like blood clots, which believe it or not, if you travel by plane or if you're traveling in a car or a train where you're just sitting for a long periods of time, that is that is a risk for people. Um, and then and in, in cultures where they don't eat high-fat foods and they eat lots of fiber, Blood clots, like um, from traveling, don't these these are things that don't even exist in those cultures. But certainly, mood, and we've seen studies that show people who eat plant-based diets have less depression, less stress, less anxiety. And doesn't that sound really nice during yes, the holidays? Indeed. Do we yes, really indeed. need more of that? So there's a lot of reasons to eat this way any time of year, but I really think it's important this time of year. Now, one of the things that is really associated with Thanksgiving is the food coma. You know about the food coma. We overeat and then we just kind of hibernate for the rest of the day. I'm curious, if you eat a vegan dinner, are you less likely to go into that food coma? I think it depends on what that vegan dinner looks like. Mm -hmm. I could certainly induce a vegan coma with a nice vegan cherry pie. (laughs) But if you are eating, again, if you're focusing on low fat, so you're not having uh, creamed corn, but you're eating the corn, or you're eating um, green beans that aren't smothered in oil, but more fresh and more steamed or or, baked or or sauteed without oil, you're going to fare a lot better. But you can still eat all your favorite foods. You can have the cranberry sauce, but you just need to make it um, so that it's not laden with fats and oils. And you're going to you're not only going to feel better, but the, at the end of the holiday, you're not going to be the statistic who gained uh, five pounds and right. could only get rid of the four pounds. And then you gained that annual one pound that over the course of 10 years leads to um, you know, a 10-pound weight gain. Yeah. So don't be a statistic and feel better and be healthier and support your body even during the holidays. It is possible. You know, the uh, I was reading the average American consumes 4,500 calories on Thanksgiving Day alone. 4,500. That's two and a half days worth of food for, that is, again, the average American. That's a lot. Right. And I'm guessing the average American isn't going out there and running, uh, you know, the 20 miles it would take to burn off those calories because you cannot exercise off no. uh, a, a bad diet or no. 
or that many calories for most of us. Yeah, you're lucky on Thanksgiving Day if you get like a little backyard football game going, right? something like that. Right. Uh, that's typically pre-dinner because once you get that food in you, like it's it's lights out. It's over. Um, true or false? You know, turkey has a lot of protein in it. There's no questioning that. But uh, you know, one of the common misconceptions about a plant-based diet is that you don't get enough protein, which is absolutely ridiculous, as you know. But yeah. I wanted to ask you this because I was also reading where uh, your body burns more calories uh, digesting protein than it does fat and carbohydrates is this accurate actually i i've never heard that in fact i'm more familiar with the research behind uh the x the 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 higher metabolism from eating carbohydrates so we've actually done research at the physicians committee to show that when you eat a carb heavy meal so say you wake up and you have oatmeal for breakfast um you will burn a fraction uh, of more calories, so you, you've bumped up your metabolism a little bit for for longer throughout that day. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've I've heard the opposite, uh, and and over the course of many many days, if, even if you're just bumping up your metabolism um, metabolism a fraction, you're burning more calories, even though you might be eating the same amount of calories. Uh, if that makes sense, yeah. I mean, that's what I, I love about this podcast is, you know, there are so many things that float around uh, in the uh, internets, the interwebs, as the kid calls it. So we're, we're bringing a little bit of truth to the table. So I appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. Um, the last thing I kind of wanted to touch on also, it's kind of a simple question, but I think one that a lot of people are wondering, digestion time. Again, we already talked about the food coma. Um, if you forego the turkey, the sausage gravy, the deviled eggs, all of that stuff that you shouldn't be eating, uh, and you stick with the vegan dinner, are you going to digest that a little bit more quickly or uh, would the traditional dinner stay with you a little bit longer? Okay, so let me see if I understand because my the first thing that pops into my head is, is my favorite um, five-letter word, fiber. Right. Um, now, fiber, because that's only found in plants and hopefully the plants you're eating are closer to whole so they have more, more fiber in them, are going to actually digest slower. Mm-hmm. So you're going to feel fuller for longer as the food slowly breaks down and gets out into your bloodstream, giving you a nice, even keel energy level. So it has lots of benefits other than just feeling even, feeling full full on fewer calories you know with fiber comes all those healthful nutrients antioxidants phytochemicals um so very supportive of health for for many reasons uh so i would say that when you're eating that heavy plant-based meal you're actually going to digest things more slowly and feel very even keeled and fuller longer and uh you know bonus not to get too graphic but fiber (laughs) is a carbohydrate yes but it doesn't digest so it's coming back out. Right on. Um, so even if you ate 500 calories worth of lots of plants, you know, a fraction of that is coming back out. And it's coming <laughs> back out either as it went in, which is called insoluble fiber, yep. or having scraped out your insides, by the way, not not being lazy. And then there's the soluble fiber that I like to to compare to flypaper or gum and it just it attaches to all that cholesterol and excess hormones and excess toxins and pulls all that out with it so I get so excited talking about fiber, like like most Americans, right? Well, that that kind of makes me also think that you'd be less inclined to go back for seconds because you're going to be full. Absolutely, and that's again 
good rule with Thanksgiving, good rule with the holidays, good rule all year long. Because when you're eating all these really heavy, fibrous foods and they're just kind of sitting there, um, and you think, I must have eaten 2,000 calories for Thanksgiving. Sure. Much less 4,000. <laughs> uh, no, it's it's impossible because it's it's fewer calories in those foods. You feel you pre- feel pretty satisfied. Real quick, thirty seconds or less. What are you serving for Thanksgiving this year? Oh my gosh, um, I'm secretly considering ordering one of those vegan meals from from a popular uh, health food store. Uh-huh. But I do love making cranberry sauce because I love. I used to love cranberry sauce in a can, but yuck. So now <laughs> I make it with real cranberries. I use a little maple syrup and lemon juice, um, and then I get to eat all I want. Cool stuff. The science behind a turkey-free turkey day. I love that stuff. Lots of good questions and lots of good answers there from Susan. Thank you very much, Susan Levin, for shedding some light on the science behind a plant-based Thanksgiving. So here's the moral of the story, boys and girls. If you want to bring down the risk of having those squabbles, go with the plant-based options. It can't hurt. It's healthier and it's happier. And if you don't eat that crazy cherry pie that she was talking about, you're also less likely to fall into that dreaded food coma. You know, it really does take a village to put on this podcast here and to try to change the world like we do here at the Physicians Committee, to try to make it a healthier place. And my colleagues, they are extraordinary people, and I could not do this show without them. So I went around the office and I asked them what they were thankful for this year. Hi, my name is Betsy. I'm the Vice President of Development here at the Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine. And this holiday season, I'm so thankful for good health. So much of what we do here at Physicians Committee is help other people. And we are at our best when we are able to do the most, when we are healthiest, and the gratitude spills over when we can see that our efforts affect other people and they're able to do their best and be at their best and have the quality of life that makes it possible for them to enjoy themselves and other people around them as well. Hi, my name is Donna Steele. I am uh, the communications coordinator here at Physicians Committee. Um, And I'm thankful for my dog who is sitting on my lap right now, little Curly Zazu. I'm also thankful for being in such an amazing community of vegans and plant-based eaters in DC, as well as um, improv comedians. Speaking of which, if you're home the weekends in December, I have a show called The Heist, and we will have four curtains in December. So come see us at Source Theater. Hi, I'm Leslie Robbie. I'm a media relations specialist, and I'm thankful for my family, of course, my Physicians Committee colleagues, and my good health. Hi, I'm Anne-Marie Pistano, and I'm the Special Events Manager at Physicians Committee. I am thankful for our members, our donors who make our work possible and help us improve human health and save animals' lives and keep this podcast going. And then personally, I am 
Also grateful for my animal companions who get to come to work with me every day here at Physicians Committee. Pretty amazing. I'm thankful for Rock Creek Park, which is a beautiful national park that we have in the middle of Washington, D.C. And I see deer and foxes and they have beautiful trails. And I'm thankful for uh, the fact that vegan food and the vegan diet is really gaining traction and becoming more normal. When I first went plant-based, I felt like, you know, I had to go to a health food store and look for weirdo food, but now I can go anywhere and eat easily. So that gives me a lot of hope. I know that we are making progress. Hi, I'm Emily. I'm the video production manager at the Physicians Committee, and I'm especially grateful for the Exam Room podcast. I think it is an excellent program. (laughs) I might be a tiny bit biased, but I'm mostly grateful that I am in some way a part of it. I am glad for the work that Chuck does, and I'm very proud of playing a role in it and reaching a lot of people. And uh, yeah, I'm just grateful. Hi, my name is Min Nguyen, registered dietitian with the Physicians Committee, and I'm thankful for my friends, family, uh, the people I get to work with every day here at the Physicians Committee, and also for, for good health. Hi, my name is Tani, and I am the development assistant, and this year I am thankful for yoga during a very stressful holiday season and for two healthy, vibrant, vegan dogs. And of course, we can't do this segment without also hearing from you. And so when I asked what you were thankful for on Facebook, you guys inundated us with these wonderful messages of gratitude. Sonia Miller writes, I'm thankful for my adorable little grandbabies. After fighting fibroids for several years, my daughter's doctor told me that she would have to have a hysterectomy because she would never get rid of those fibroids. But she finally went plant-based, found another doctor, and had the oldest baby pictured in the video that she posted here two years later. And the second baby was born just last Tuesday. We also heard from Eric O'Gray. You know him. He's been on the show a couple of times now. Wonderful story. He writes in, I'm thankful that my wife's 96-year-old mother moved in with us and that her medical doctor discontinued her diabetes medication just five weeks after she transitioned to a whole food, plant-based, and healthy vegan diet in our home. How cool is that? 96 years old. It is never too late. And Elizabeth Bell writes in with an unbelievable story of transformation. She writes, A little over a month ago, I told a friend I made at my physical therapist's office something that I never thought I would say out loud and truly believe. I told him, quote, I'm glad I got sick. I was overworked, overstressed, and burnt out. I thought I was doing good by taking care of my diet alone. But all that other stuff, it really matters. My body kept giving me signals, but I figured that I was successful. I was getting by. I was doing well for myself, and I can't slow down now. I was making my due. So my body forced me to stop. It was a huge wake-up call. I didn't think I would ever recover. I spent nearly a year working harder than I ever had trying to heal, learning to walk and balance and read and exercise all over again. I thought I was going to lose everything and ultimately my independence. 
physically, health-wise, I am not the same, but I am seeing the light at the end of the tunnel, and I have grown so much and learned so much through the struggles that I chose to endure for some glimmer of hope for a second chance. And I'm here today, still independent, but not just making do anymore, because today I am thriving. So this year, I am thankful for getting sick and having the opportunity to become my best self. I'm not sure that I would have put such an emphasis on self-care and personal growth if my body had not forced me to stop and make a choice. She also posted some before and after photos showing her from summer of last year and summer of this year. And Elizabeth's transformation is just extraordinary. Congratulations, Elizabeth. Thank you so much for sharing that. And as for me, I'm so thankful for my friends and my family, my beautiful, wonderful, supportive wife, Julie, and my wonderful four-legged son at home, Rudy, my two-year-old beagle. I love him to death. They bring me such joy. And doing this show is also the joy of my life. Ten years ago, I started what I thought was just going to be a weight loss journey. And really, I took a step that I thought that I could say, well, at least I'm going to my grave, but at least I had tried everything. But here we are today, 280 pounds lighter, and I have the opportunity to share this life-changing and life-saving information with so many people. And that, to me, is the most humbling thing ever. It is the greatest journey I have ever been on, and I am so thankful that you are here on that journey with me. Okay, so it is crunch time. Do you still need some recipes for Thanksgiving? If you do, have no fear because we have a free Thanksgiving e-cookbook that is filled with tons of wonderful dishes that everyone can enjoy. Even the most discriminate meat eaters in your family will love this. And this e-cookbook is guaranteed to have everything but the turkey. And we even took a few of these dishes into WJLA TV recently, and the non-vegans in that newsroom, they pounced on this. As soon as we were done doing the segment on TV, they just swooped right in and scooped it all up. They downed it. You would have thought that they had not eaten in a week. The food was a hit. The mac and cheese, the pumpkin pie, the stuffing, the sun-dried tomatoes and lentils that took away, that kind of replaced the turkey. Man, they love that. And one of the best roasted Brussels sprouts recipes that I have ever had. No lie. Roasted Brussels sprouts with apples. And it kind of has like a, a, a pinch of mustard taste to it. It's so good. So the mustard paired with the sweet and the Brussels sprouts roasted. Oh, oh so good. And all of that food just downed in the blink of an eye. And you can make that at your Thanksgiving as well. These are simple recipes for all to follow. And all you need to do is to go get that e-cookbook at pcrm.org. And we've also linked off to it in the show notes for this episode. Absolutely free. Tons of great recipes in there. Way more than I could ever possibly list off. Each of them equally delicious. And as much as I hate to... We have to move on. 
it can't be Thanksgiving every day. So next week on the show, Lee Crosby, she will be stepping back into the exam room as we take a closer look at gluten. Are really all of us that sensitive to it, or is this gluten thing a nutrition myth run amok? Dietitian Lee Crosby will be here with the answers. This is where the plot starts to thicken a lot. Here we go. There was a 2017 systematic review. They looked at 10 double-blind, placebo-controlled trials of gluten specifically. And this was in people who had non-celiac gluten sensitivity. And they found that only 16% of those people who had this diagnosis um, had symptoms when they were challenged with gluten in a placebo-controlled trial. So they didn't know if they were getting gluten or not. What's interesting is that 40% of them had a nocebo response. So basically, the way to look at this is that they had the same or increased symptoms in response to a placebo as they did to the gluten. So gluten in a pill, placebo in a pill, or sometimes a gluten-free muffin versus a gluten-containing muffin, they were having the same or increased symptoms in response to both. So if 1% of the population has celiac, another 1% has wheat, And maybe we'll just double that and say another 2% has some sort of non-celiac gluten sensitivity, right? right? So that's still 4%. Right. Why then is this whole no-gluten diet so popular? I don't know. Well, (laughs) I actually have some really (laughs) good ideas. It's just, it's so popular. Like It It is. It just boggles my mind. That's more what I'm trying to get at. Fun fact, in 2016, $15.5 billion spent on gluten-free foods. That was more than double the amount spent in 2011. I'm sorry, $15.5 Billion? billion. So this with is, a B. Yeah, with a B. The Jeez, B kind. Please. Yeah, so this is like a this is a lot of money. And as you know, there are all kinds of claims attached to this. And that is on next week's show. So make sure that you subscribe to the Exam Room Podcast by the Physicians Committee on Apple Podcast and wherever it is that you get your favorite shows. And please also, when you subscribe, leave a five-star rating because when you do You are helping us get this life-saving, life-changing, healthy information in front of as many eyes and ears as possible because those five-star ratings, they improve our rankings on Apple Podcasts. And the higher our rankings go, the more people see and hear the show. And that is an important thing. And so your help goes a long way toward helping to save and improve the health of so many lives. And if you ever have a question that you'd like to have answered on the show, please don't ever hesitate to ask. We are all over the place on Twitter at Chuck Carroll WLC. That's also good for Instagram. And then the Physicians Committee and the show on Twitter at PCRM. And on Instagram, slightly different, just spelled out this time at Physicians Committee. So you got to punch a few more letters in there, but you're still good at Physicians Committee on Instagram. Send us a message. We would love to hear from you and we will do our best to answer your question. And that's going to do it for us this week. So my thanks again to Ricky Irvins, his wife, Shawnice, to Rick Snyder, to Gwen Whitaker, and to all of my wonderful colleagues here at the Physicians Committee for being on the show this week. And for everyone here, I am the weight loss champion, Chuck Carroll. Thank you so very much for listening. And remember, keep it plant-based and have a happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving.